0: I'm returning now to the government's policy refocus, several policies have been thrown on the scrap heap or kicked into the long grass to revisit later. Instead the focus is going on to the cost of living and as a result of that the minimum wage will go up $1.50 in April. Now that will take it to $22.70. Alan McDonald is Head of Advocacy and Strategy at the EMA and joins us now. Kia ora Alan, what do you think of that minimum wage increase?
1: Uh, well, that's going to bite a few people, I think. It's uh, it's the single biggest increase we've had in about 16 or so years. Uh, it's bigger than we were expecting, and it's late in the piece in terms of people doing their budgeting for the new financial years. So that's going to hurt too. So a bit too much, a bit too late, and the timing's not great anyway with all the other stuff that's been going on.
0: Is it really a surprise though, Alan? Because you know the increase is a tag to inflation and you know what inflation is. So you must have been kind of thinking this is where it was headed.
1: Well, we were thinking, you know, sort of a minimum of a dollar and maybe a dollar twenty, but a dollar fifty is probably a bit out of the ballpark. And yeah, it's a cost of living increase, but what about a cost of business increase? You know, that's that's something that doesn't get thought of here. There's been so many things come on to the business community in the last three to four years. And it's cumulative. And, you know, we've just had some floods in Auckland and that's closed a few businesses for good. And there'll probably be a knock-on effect from this latest increase as well as some businesses who've just been hanging on go, I've had enough, actually. It's just getting too hard.
0: Really? Do you think some of them will drop away?
1: I, I think there'll be a, some, some of the micro-businesses, the, the very small SMEs, it'll, it'll be problematic for them to... It'll just be the last straw, I think.
0: Any particular sectors you're, you're thinking of, Alan? Alan?
1: Well, we know that the construction sector is already struggling. We know that the hospital sector's got some fairly significant problems in some areas, finding people or, or just the, the pay rates. Hospo's actually lifted its rates quite a lot, so it might not bite as much as it has in the past, but there will be some areas that I think find it particularly hard.
0: Official advice to the Prime Minister was that this was not going to be inflationary, right? That the effect was going to be something like um, 0.1% in terms of inflation and that it would have um, minimal effect in terms of job losses or pressure on business. Are they wrong about that or are the businesses that you were talking about that are close to the wire, are they close to the wire for other reasons?
1: I think they're just underestimating the cumulative pressure piece. So if if you went back through the workplace relations agenda in the last three or four years, there's been increase after increase after increase, and and more costs and more more compliance, and for some people, as I say, it'll it'll just be the straw that breaks the camel's back. It's not a, you know, it wasn't unexpected. It is a bit higher, um, and some of those pe- people who are close to the wire will just go, I've had enough.
0: Alan, they gave you a pass, though, on the social insurance income policy, didn't they? So you were worried about levies that would be placed on businesses. They're not doing it.
1: Yeah, well, I hope that stays off the agenda. Um, you know, it was problematic. Why? We're heading to
0: a recession. Isn't it essential that people have a backstop?
1: Well, we've got 3.3 unemployment um, levels at the moment. And, um, you know, that's that's about as low as it can get. So not much sign of any change in there. So... And arguably, you could look at things like the welfare system, uh, tweaking that rather than imposing you know, 2.8% tax on people, uh, both employers and, and employees. There were other ways to skin that particular cat. Um, when we looked at it the first time, it was to replace compulsory redundancy. There's compulsory redundancy in that bill. Uh, and the mental well-being and the medical piece that came into it late in the piece as well, they were all highly problematic. So. In terms of that extra tax and the cost imposed and the way of dealing with things, uh, it's probably good that it's been canned and we can sit back and maybe look at a, a more considered position on how to deal with a particular issue.
0: So, Alan, just to be 100% clear, the EMA will never support a social insurance or income insurance policy. You want it gone for good, forever. Goodbye. Uh,
1: not the way that one was designed because there was actually three costs imposed on business in there and a tax on employees. And that doesn't work. The original discussions that were had around this was, you know, there'd be some government contribution and things like that. So there are, there might be a redesign scheme that we could support in the future, but not that one.
0: Appreciate your time, Alan. That's Alan MacDonald, who's the Head of Advocacy and Strategy.